Hi everyone, welcome to episode 69 of Mompreneur Space Live Show. I'm Kenneth Chu, the host and also the author of Mother Industrialist. So this is my book, Mother Industrialist. Perfecting the balance between motherhood and business success. So I've been running my own digital marketing agency, KC Creative Marketing, for the past five years. Um, we help uh, startup and small business owner with their marketing and branding. So with these new seasons, I hope to give more values to my viewers. I will still be bringing on a different, inspiring, and successful mompreneur each week to share insights with all of you, especially mompreneurs and soon-to-be mompreneurs. That can be inspired and learned from. And during this live show, you can post questions to the guests in the comment section, and we will address to address them at the end of the show. So let's get the show started. So today, I I bought, I've invited this really really amazing uh, mompreneur, and I've connected with her in the past uh, two years. And surprisingly, just now when before we start the show, uh, we were just trying to. Recall how do we how did we meet up? So I was trying very hard. I was thinking like, uh, how did we meet up and who our uh, who did connected with us? So when we scroll back, we saw hey we met up at at um this membership club. But how did we get how did we con- get connected? So when I, when we start to go, I was thinking hey maybe it's in IG. So um in the end we found out that hey uh, it's one of my friend. Uh, he's doing a Maybe essential business, and uh, he's aware that I'm inviting mompreneurs onto the show, and that's where he tagged me in one of her posts, and and for me, I I briefly approached her, uh, I DM her and say, hey, I'm uh, the author of Mother Industrialist, perfecting the be- uh, balance between motherhood and business success, and that's how we got connected. We met up. I shared. Uh, I gave her a copy of my book as a gift because she's really really an inspiring mompreneur, and in fact, I I've known her. Um, I would say in the market in the industry for a while, but I've not met her personally, and uh, I was really really happy that I get connected with her. And in the past two years, she has been a very supportive friend. I would say, um, especially whenever I have I have workshops, I have seminars. Uh, she will she will help me uh, to reach out to her clients and get them to sponsor me. Uh, sponsor for the goodie bags and stuff like that. She's really, really, very, very nice lady. Um, she's someone who believe in paying it forward, and uh, she's she's a very amazing mom with three kids. Uh, she has a pair of twins. Uh, she's an executive director of Green Dot Media Private Limited. She's also a serial entrepreneur. Uh, so without further ado, let us welcome Shirley. Hi, hi everybody. Hi, Kenneth. <laughs> Thanks for. Uh, you're very kind, kind words, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, no. uh, equally amazing because you're out there to help mompreneurs, and um, this is also something passionate to me. I like to support as many women, especially women in business. And yeah. if my advice could be of help to them, um, you know, I'll be very happy. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. So we have uh some friends that's tuning on live now. Uh, we mm-hmm. can I can see that we have Richard. Richard, is it a friend of yours? Yeah. Richard Yam, yeah, yes. he's a friend. Okay, yes. wait, let me just because nowadays when I look on Facebook, so I see Levin. Levin, I think you should oh, know yes, her. Oh yes, Levin. Hi, Levin. Hi. <laughs> hi, Richard. Yeah. So for those yeah. who are tuning in, uh, do say hi to us. Do say hi to Shirley. Uh, really, mm-hmm. very blessed. And uh, let us know if you can hear us. Uh, if you can hear us, give us a thumbs up. Uh, you can see bo- uh, if you can if you guys can hear both uh me and Shirley. Do give us a thumbs up so that. At least I know. Um, okay, okay, can hear you loud and clear. So, mm. um, so Shirley, so uh, there's a tradition for uh my show, for Mompreneur Space Live show, is that every guest get to answer the question of the day before they can kickstart with the show. Okay, so mm. are you ready with the question of the day posted by the previous guest? Uh, not ready, but I shall <laughs> try my best to answer. <laughs> yeah, always ready. Okay, so the question of the day posted by the previous guest, and uh, at the same time, for those who are tuning in, you guys will also have the chance to uh, answer this question with us. Okay, so the question of the day is: Why do you think that giving is important, and how do you do it? So I guess this question really, really mm. uh. 
applies to Shirley because I uh, in the past two years that I know you, you have always been been giving, uh, really giving without expecting anything, uh, and really supportive of like mompreneurs in business or any business owners, especially in during this period of time. So yeah, so Levin say hi and Richard say hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um. So for those who have any question for Shirley, you can post in the comment section. Um, this is uh, this is something very close to my heart, so I can share. I truly believe in the law of sowing and reaping. Um, sowing in a sense that you know, um, a good word and encouragement. It not needs to be financial resources, but whatever you sow today is actually for you to repair or prepare for tomorrow. So I think it's important to sow because, um, like for myself, this period during CB. Uh, even though the business is impacted, but um, I think there's a lot of people who need uh, encouragement. And as a believer of Christ, I, I mean, isn't this the best time to shine? And so um, the little I could do is, of course, to you know donate all my solitude, uh, uh, the government six hundred dollars away. And on top of that, I, I try my best to bless um, fellow sisters in Christ, or even um, uh, some friends. Uh, with gifts, lah, gifts uh, to encourage them, yeah. Yeah. So um, that's very, very, very nice of you. Very, uh, I would say that during this period of time, uh, you are still giving back, uh, although maybe um, like a lot of businesses have been affected. And thanks a lot for uh your 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 great answer. And now we can officially kickstart the show. So mm-hmm. um, and and Richard did did say that uh you are a very giving person. You are uh he's very proud of you. And also, uh, they give you a lot of um, like, uh, a lot of applause and all that stuff. So now we can officially kickstart with the show, and that also bring us to the the topic of the day, which is how to juggle parenting and navigate your business through COVID. So this is a a topic I believe that um, a lot of us are are, are facing in the past two months, and also um, and also like tomorrow is. Uh, that's where the circuit breakers release, and we are mm-hmm. a- entering into phase one of um this control of the control measure, and uh maybe surely before we move on, you can do a short introduction of yourself uh because there will be audiences that will be watching the replay, and they uh might be mm-hmm. seeing you for the first time. Just share with us that uh what were you doing before you uh you started uh Green Dot Media, and also what were you do doing back then. And where are you from? Because we do have audience uh, from all around the world that's watching. So maybe mm-hmm. you can do a short introduction of yourself. Uh, hi, um, I'm Shirley. Um, actually, I graduated uh, with a business degree. And then from there, I, I by chance, I, mean, I sent a hundred of letters. I couldn't get any response. Probably my result wasn't very good. So um, but I, I somehow end up in the advertising industry. So um, I started uh, work with my first company, which is Yellow Pages. Then after that, uh, I move on to um, also a directory in Green Book. So I've spent close to to date maybe thirty years, is it or more than twenty years in the advertising industry. So um, business has always been in my my blood because my father, even my brother, and even my sister, they are all in business. So, um, but I'm one that prefer to. Um, you know, um, invest in business instead of um, doing it myself because I guess I'm one that prefers security and then investment can be on the side. So my first business is in baby business. I actually went to retail. I still remember I have this baby shop in Thompson Plaza um, and and uh, but it, it didn't uh, do very well. So we have to close in six months and I lose money. Um, but it was a very great experience because, you know, Behind every success, there will be multiple failures that we all go through. Yep. So that was my very first business, and then I did move on to, to um to some smaller business like networking business, and even a spa chain. Um, wow. And then finally, um, I saw the business. Then um, for Green Dot Media, right? Um, it was, it was from actually during my most difficult period, mm-hmm. whereby, um, I must say that the 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 the, my parent company wanted to divest this, com- this business and they, um, I think they didn't want to retrench. So they actually offered to me to buy out yeah, the business. And I was really, um, I mean, why I took out the business was I just went into um, 
uh, silent retreat because that period I was also going through my first divorce and it was very, very painful. Mm. So um, um, when I seek the Lord, right, he just told me, just go. So I brought that business out. Yeah, that was uh, the story of how Green Lord is being formed. Mm. And of course, along the way, I went into other form of business. Like I think, Kenneth, you know about Kiasu Parents. Yep. Then, of course, um, um, you know, other business like Sugar, as well as Flying Cape, you know, I, I'm just a, a small shareholder in there. Mm-mm. Yeah. Wow, wow. Um, that is really amazing. I didn't know that you, you started <laughs> so many things. But what, what were you doing before you started business? Because I remember you were saying that uh, you... Uh, uh, what were I doing? Um, I was actually um, uh, mainly in sales. Yeah, I was in charge of sales team. I mm. was um, managing the sales department and also mm. the marketing department. Yes. So has that um, helped you to have the very strong foundation of uh, starting your own business because of you have experience in sales and marketing and that's how it kind of like jow you into business? Um, okay. Um, honestly, I feel that whatever experience you gain definitely goes into sewing into the business you want to build. But entrepreneurship is one business that it just opens all kinds of possibility that you cannot... Um, you know, predict or even calculate in advance. So when I first started um, uh, doing my business, it was just pure out of interest and passion. Um, only when you're in the business, then you can literally um, understand there's so much other things that you want to, uh, to, you have to, and you have to manage. And this come by pure learning. Yeah. And not just from the textbook. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you mentioned something that um, entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. That means the journey of the entrepreneur uh, basically is anything can happen. Mm-hmm. So between uh, entrepreneurship, because today we, we are talking about parenting and also business. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm just curious for you, right? Which, which one do you think is harder, entrepreneurship or parenting? <laughs> I think both have their own um, um, challenges. Um, I think business... And uh, parenting is a lifelong process. You know, it doesn't stop there. I mean, a lot of people say, oh, you can bring your business to a certain certain level and then you can rest. I don't believe in such having such mm. a business. I don't think there's a business that let you just just, just read without sewing, mm. you know. Similarly for parenting, um, even no matter how little you sew, right, you have to sew <laughs> something every day. I don't expect to grow my kids um, to find young men and women without doing anything, you know. So... If you ask me, children, they are both very important. That's why I admire all the stay-at-home mom. Honestly, you know, as a working mom, sometimes I really, really uh, have take my hands off all this stay-at-home mom because it's really very challenging. Yeah, I think it's the it's it's the same uh, for them also. They will mm-hmm. also appreciate. They will also applaud you for be able to juggle parenting and at the same time your business. And for you, you have started so many businesses. Uh, you have been successful in in some. You have not been successful in some. But at the end of the day, you are still still in this. Uh, I would say in this journey, uh, mm-hmm. entrepreneurship. And and although you have failed uh, experiences, um, but you you come out even stronger. And uh, even took up some of the the most challenging role. That means uh, to to take up business and really give a lifeline to to the people rather than letting them um being retrenched. So this is something that I believe that even for them, I think it it like vice versa. They will be like they wanted to do something like you like you. Maybe there there wasn't any op- option. Uh, there wasn't any opportunity like for you. So for you, um, you have three kids. Uh, and they are like seven and eight years old. You have mm-hmm. a pair of twins. So how is it um, for you during this? As, as especially be- uh when COVID started. So how has it affected uh your parenting at the same time with your business because you are also managing a few things at the same time and you're also a very strong believer of Christ. Uh, you're also very giving in your church. So um, how is it for you during this period of time when it first started, when COVID first started before our circuit breaker? How was it for you? Um, with, okay, uh, when I first started uh, COVID, you're saying that before circuit breaker, right? Yes, correct. Um, I think the, uh, by the grace of God, the business has been progressing quite well. Um, um, but when, uh, and then uh, home-based learning is actually quite challenging. Mm. Um, 
um, I'm not sure about other mom, but for myself, because I'm quite a, a absent mom at times. So, you know, sometimes you tend to outsource a lot. But uh, so before circuit breaker, I actually have to literally spend half a day because you've got three children, half a day every day just to sit them down and go through their homework and go through their, their, their individual studies. But what's the good that come out of it is, you know, I'm a, generally a very positive person. I started to be more abreast with their learning capability as well as their uh, academic progress. So that was the good that come out of it. And of course, I have to multiply my um, working time um, and all my active time means that when I used to be able to uh, knock off at seven, now I have to probably knock off at nine or later because you just have to add in all this home-based learning um, into the process. Yeah. So like, like you touched on the home-based learning, right? Because I have a lot of friends, uh, they felt that the home-based learning is not just home-based learning for the kids. Mm. It's really a parent-based learning. So do you agree with that? Like, um, like is it a parent-based learning for you to learn something during this period of time? Uh, yes, definitely. In fact, I always tell uh, my friends that it's actually not about managing, parenting is not about managing children. It's actually also about managing yourself, managing ourselves. So uh, yes, I agree. Uh, it's also uh, parents-based learning because as a parent, I learned a lot and understood what the school went through and what the teachers are doing. So like, like it kind of become, become an awareness that, hey, in mm-hmm. fact, uh, the job of the teacher is not really easy. Mm. Uh, because for you, will be busy at the business, and you have, a, I believe, I believe that you have a very supportive family that will be able mm. to help you, especially when you are busy at work and all that stuff. Mm. So, so how has it been different um, before, before CB, before circuit breaker? How is it? Uh, that means before, before circuit breaker started and after circuit breaker started. How is it? Is there any difference for you? Mm. Okay. Um. From the family front, I think the only difference is that now I spend a lot more time with my children, you know, monitoring their studies. Um, for work-wise, right, um, I just need to adjust my timing, my schedule, uh, set my goals and my priorities, uh, maybe reorganize re- it again. But other than that, there's not much changes to, yeah, to before and after, yes. Okay, because most of the time you are working from home, uh, yes, um, even before um, circuit breaker or before COVID, right, um, I spent about maybe 40% working from home. Mm. Yes. So that was, that That really, that means the transition for you moving from, from I would say from before COVID, before circuit breaker to, to circuit breaker, you just, um, that means re- rearrange, rearrange, uh, reschedule your, your time to fit into uh, be able to help your kids with their home-based learning so that that is the only difference other than that because you have been like you spend uh, most of the time like 40% working from home and mm. now because of circuit breaker you are spending like 100% of the time working from home just communi- communicating through the means of emails and online with your with your yes. company right or with your staff Yes, so now instead of my normal face-to-face meeting, I have Zoom meeting. Hmm. And of course, now you have a more, um, you consciously have a more dedicated workspace to do your 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 work. Yep. Um, last time, I can just carry the laptop around. <laughs> but this time around, probably over time, because it's 100%, hmm. you have a dedicated space to do your learning. And also, you, in a way, right, um, I must say that over time, somehow the kid become part of your life and you... <laughs> You know, sometimes you, because it's not only you, I still see a work meeting whereby um, parents suddenly, the kids will pop out inside yeah. the screen. So I think it's the new norm whereby people are now accepting the fact that, oh, you know, since you work from home, they are expecting sometimes certain interruption and they are quite understanding about it. Yes. Yeah. So I, I guess that is what, um, like for, for me, uh, before the show started, you asked you were asking me, hey, what if my 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 son can come in and and pop in yes. into the show? I say it's okay because I do uh I I do have um guests that that in the middle of the conversation because she was putting on the earpiece, so she was very engrossed telling me her story and all that stuff, and her 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 her, her kid just came very close to her, and was looking at the screen, and she got shocked. She almost freaked out. So I say it's perfectly okay because as mompreneur, you are working from home, you have your kids around and, and kids sometimes they need your attention. So uh, 
it's, it's really normal. And that, that is what I like about uh, interviewing mompreneurs because you are showing that, hey, you are juggling parenting and you are juggling your business at the same time. So so maybe you can share with us like, uh, what are the challenges that you face ever since you moved 100% working from home? Maybe you can share a bit with us. Like what, mm-hmm. like you, some things that you never expected that happened, although you have been working from home 40%, but now mm-hmm. you are working from home 100%. So what are the, are the, I would say, the things that happen during this period of time? I guess for, for myself, right, the biggest um, uh, unforeseen is the home-based learning. Mm. And when I first started, I didn't expect it to be so intensive. <laughs> we have three children at the same time. And um, on an average, right, I sometimes spend about up to uh, one and a half hours just to go through the, 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 the different papers and different teachers actually um, give different assignments. Mm. And some teachers uh, from uh, the kids, uh, my kids' school, right, they tend to give quite a fair bit of assignments. So um, that is the biggest uh, challenges I face uh, because it does interrupt with your your um, your daily work. On top of that, you have your Google Meet. Mm. It's like today after my discussion, I got three Google Meets <laughs> <laughs> that I have to, uh, to let my kids to attend. So... To me, um, it, it's very disruptive. Mm. Um, uh, yes, but I, I guess um, humans, we are very adaptable. Over time, we just need to fit it into our schedule and we'll rework our life again, you know, into the new norm. Yeah. So uh, so I encourage all the mompreneurs or even say our home mom, moms there, don't, um, don't let all this negative emotion overwhelm you because sometimes, right, um, all this negative emotion can translate into very negative action. So if you could use all this negative emotion and 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 use positive action, you know, to act on it, right? Um, you realize that, you know, over time, you know, um, you are overcomer. Yeah, you become mm. overcomer. Yes. Yeah. And and you mentioned like 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 the, the advice you gave, right? A lot of, I believe there will be a lot of mom moms will be thinking, hey uh, it's easy said and done. But I get yes. I guess coming from you, right? you you're managing three kids yeah you're you handling three kids you're trying to like you mentioned after this that's why uh the show after this show you will be busy um uh, helping them with their home-based learning so like for you handling three kids and home-based learning so is there any any tips or any tricks that that you can share with the audience like how do you manage like like i, I can imagine some of the mothers uh, especially stay home Stay at home, mom. Right, you like ah, scratching their head and thinking, "Okay, I'm going crazy." Uh, how to be, how to stay positive during this period of time? Mm, okay, um, for myself, right, um, preparation is important. I guess um, some time have to be spent, maybe the night before, asking yourself what is one thing I would like to do to at least get it done, and then at least I'm happy. I just look at one thing. Like, I don't have multiple things sometimes. So if I can get that particular thing done well. I, I'm not going to beat myself if I'm not done other things. Mm. So for my children, right, during the CB, right, I know there's no home-based learning. But every day, I just pick up one worksheet, you know. Uh, I don't need to have 10 worksheets, just one worksheet, you know, and I will tell them to sit down and to do. And also, I'll tell myself they must read at least one page uh, of story to me. So this is some of the preparation I do to keep them occupied. And of course, uh, kids at my, my P1, P2 age, right, uh, we don't actually allow t- TV. Hmm. Um, I also realized that, you know, um, uh, don't be worried about boredom because my kids actually literally create their own 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 play. Like, yeah. for example, yesterday, um, my my kids actually set up a kitchen. Wow. You know, you know, then my son created a fishing toy. So I think kids, um, when you allow them to, to you know, to... to Unleash their... Allow them yeah, unleash their creativity. They can actually come up with quite interesting things. Don't don't get worried when they are bought because I realize that they will never be bought. Yeah. They'll find something to do. <laughs> I totally agree. Like like you mentioned, yes. uh that, that's why okay, I, I do not know. Like my daughter, she's very good at entertaining herself. Uh mm-hmm. she's very obsessed with uh, her cartoon, which is this uh, cartoon called Steven Universe. So every day she's drawing. Mm-hmm. Every day she's drawing. She's she's drawing and there were uh I did also did some YouTube videos with her doing a uh parent eh, a daddy and uh, daughter's challenge that we were drawing. So I guess it's it's like our children are never 
they never run out of ideas or creativities. It's mm. only a matter whether the parents allow them to unleash their creativity because sometimes it, it requires a lot of energy from parents to really be mm. with them and also to do the activities with them. Mm. But I guess like like for them, uh, if you allow them, uh, they will be able to do that. Like yeah. you mentioned about the, the one, one worksheet versus 10 worksheet. Uh, mm. I also see a lot of parents because now they are at home, they're trying to keep their children busy. Um, by giving them a lot of homework, a lot of mm. worksheet, a lot of kind of like um, past year papers, um, especially uh, in fact um, because tomorrow they are going back to school already for some mm. of them, so uh, before before uh, like now is still still considered a holiday for them. So how how has it for you? Like is there a difference between the holiday? Uh, that means during this period of like holiday and school days. Is there any difference uh. for you? Okay, and I of course say that uh, when school starts, there'll be a lot more homework. Mm. For me, in order to pace myself, uh, even during holiday, I ensure that they will do something. Uh, but of course, it won't be half a day. It will probably be at least just an hour to keep them at least getting the momentum going. And also as a, a parent, right, I realize that um, we cannot be too particular about uh, tidiness. You know, so So if you want your kid to unleash creativity. I mean, if you come to my house, you'll be surprised that they are actually drawing and pasting things all over the house. <laughs> I guess um, um, one way is to turn your home into a playground for them. Mm. You know, in a way, um, let that be the playground. But if you're very particular, um, then of course, there will be some challenges. You may want to dedicate certain space for it. Yeah. But but children is children. You cannot expect them to be like adults. Mm. <laughs> I guess yeah, it, and, that, yeah, mm. I guess that is also a struggle because um, we being adults, although we have been a, a, a child before, uh, we are so rigid. That means uh, very routine, very disciplined. Because when we go to work, we need to be in, in that sort. And and there are some characters like for my wife, she's a very, she has a bit of slight o- OCD. She wants mm-hmm. everything in her in her own style, in her own way. Even like washing the dishes, even hanging the clothes. So uh, for you, is there? someone in your family that is in this kind of character this kind of personality oh i mean i'm thankful that i don't have this issue Mm -mm. yeah and i think tidiness is also very subjective right i mean to me can be tidy enough but to maybe my spouse may not be Mm. good enough so many things is really quite relative Uh, but always ask i always ask myself what is the end goal that i want to achieve do you want to let this be a hindrance to the end goal that I want to achieve. Yeah. So if you do not want, then I will not do. Yeah. So as you, uh, like just now you mentioned about uh, you and your spouse. So how has this period uh, been for both of you? Uh, especially having the three kids around, they are not in school and your spouse might be working at home and you're also working at home. So is is, is there any difference or you've, uh, it was it was okay, you guys managed it well? Okay, like I think like like all um couple, right? Um at, at least for myself, my husband work will come first. Yeah. Mm. Even though we are mompreneurs, I think um our husband work will still come first and as a supportive wife, we want them to be give them uh, as a man of the house as much conducive environment as possible. So um yes, my husband help out, uh, but when it comes to work, um he will of course take will be the one that be given the priority. So um, any different, um, because we have established a, quite a, a, a team work routine, whereby mm. when I'm really quite busy, I, told, I will tell him in advance that these are my very important meetings that I need to attend to. Uh, and then he will okay take note of it. And then from there, he will uh, try to relieve me if, if there are any other uh, child um, activity that we need to go through. But also, I must say that um, this period, because uh, it's flexibility, if you're not very particular about having to finish a certain task for your kid in a certain time, actually you can slowly space out, which I do, yep. space out how to teach my children. Yeah. But if you have a very specific time, say, oh, I need to cook by this day, I need to do this by this day, then it can be posed as a challenge. But for mm. me, some, for me, um, I will adapt accordingly. Yeah. And and you mentioned something that because um like communication seems to be the the key thing between you and your spouse, and to manage uh even to 
to parent the kid and at a certain time um, you communicate with your spouse because there's a lot of times that uh, I, I'm I'm hearing and also seeing on Facebook that my friend is like some of them are ranting and say oh my husband uh, is not helping me and all that although he's working from home I, I guess that is also because in the first place most uh, most of our friends they are uh, working in the corporate uh, they are so busy at work uh, sometimes I would say even like for me back then when I was in corporate I don't really share much about my stress and all that stuff and it's not shown so when I'm back home I'm back to the to the bubbly husband and like like nothing happened but in fact a lot of things happened on that day but when it comes to working at home I also see that a lot of emotions like my, my wife I normally I don't see her at work because she will be in the office but now she's working at home right yes. all the I would say all the pattern all the everything will just come out it's, it's like when she's at home as a wife, as a mom, and at work, right, it's totally different. So, mm-hmm. uh, do you do you see the the other side of your spouse, like um, at home, or or you have seen seen your spouse working at home? Uh, I guess um, okay, for myself, right, I don't think this is abnormal. I guess all of us need our own space, whether at home or at work. It's just that when the work is brought in, um, there will be more time that you need your own space to do your work. So, uh, yes, definitely. I think it doesn't only just apply to my husband, it also applies to myself. Um, there are times where I really need my space because I'm handling a very, very uh, difficult situation or, or thinking about a, a strategy. So, yes, I guess the the understanding has to be that, you know, um, um, you can have your undivided time on your work. Okay, but you must also understand that your spouse needs to know that um, like for example, I will, uh, my I will communicate my husband that this is the time that I need, and he has to understand that he need to give me space. Mm. Yeah, only when through communication, and don't stop communication um, when there's any form of conflict or quarrel. Because I always feel that conflict arise when I don't like what, to hear what you say, and mm. you don't like what to hear what I say. Yes. But it's actually both of you trying hard to communicate to try to co- form a common ground. So conflict sometimes is healthy if the couple can actually juggle and uh, and if they cannot resolve there and then um, put it out and then revisit the issue again. So that's what me and my husband do. And we try to communicate um, during time when both sides has time to communicate. You don't communicate when you have no time. Like for example, you, he's very busy and then you go up to him and start to, to, to engage him. Correct. So you must also, and I must also ensure that when I want to communicate, there are time, ample time allowed for that communication to happen. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I, I realized that um, this could work, uh, especially for your personality, because uh, and also because what of what you have you have done, uh, because you're a mompreneur, you manage your own businesses, so at times um, you are very calm in managing. That means uh, you are you're more. Mm, I would say not really that emotionally driven to manage stuff, mm. but there are um, there will be parents that are not able to because a lot of frustration, especially yes. they yes. are they are still adapting. Like I, I see a lot of challenges, a lot of things arise even for my friends who are parents are not getting used to work from home, mm. and suddenly they have to face more than just their work. Their, their mm. spouse, their children. If you have more children, is it, or even some of them are, are staying with their parents. They are managing their parents also, handling their parents, trying to, hey, Papa, Mama, you, you should not go out. It's very dangerous for you. And yeah. there are, a lot of things are coming on them. So so what would be the, the one thing that you will share with them that how can they get everything in control? Uh, I think uh, many things cannot be controlled. The only thing that you can control is yourself. Mm. That is my belief. And secondly is, um, I learned this from my husband uh, because I'm also previously, wow, I ran, complain, <laughs> you know, when things get bad. And my husband one day just told me this thing which stays with me. He says that whatever that you say, if you cannot build a relationship, don't say it. Mm. Yeah. So that stick to me. He said, it's true. Uh, why do I say things that I don't build a relationship? I subtly tear it or I poke hole yeah. in it and after that I have to spend more time repairing All it right. so that is one key thing that I always stays with me so uh, yes I still falter mm. especially towards my own children sometimes I still scream you know mm-hmm. and say nasty things um, which, which, which makes the relationship worse but I am consciously telling myself to be mindful that whatever thing that 
you I want to say and do that doesn't build a relationship. Don't do it. Hmm. And and this one, uh, like what you share, like your husband sh- shared with you, right? And you, you and you pick up from it. It's very similar to what or uh, one of my mentors have shared with me. Uh, she shared with me that uh, re- relationship and love, right? Is like, it's it's like a bank. So mm. whatever you do, right, that is not adding up. That means not adding profit. That means not depositing. Yes. Then yes. it will become negative. So mm. if if you rent and all that stuff, it just uh, deplete your bank. That means your mm. money, your relationship with money and all that stuff, it will deplete yes. because money don't like this kind of energy. Don't yes. like this kind of uh, vibes. So if you want more wealth, uh, you need to add more things onto it. That means relationship, uh, love and all that stuff. And you add up, right? At the end of the day, right? When you reap your, your whatever that you have uh, sold, right? Uh, basically, it will be positive. It's like a bank. Yes. You will have a positive bank account rather than a ne- negative bank account. So it, it applies to all relationships. And, and, and just... Just triggered that in in me, uh, because yeah, yeah. uh, things that is not positive is not adding up to your wealth or your your love, your relationship is not building up. Then mm. you might as well forget it. So yeah. this it is something in business as well. Mm-mm. Yeah, because um, I've also learned recently that anything that is worthwhile, it is actually an uphill task. And then sometimes if you we have to you know assess why our frustration come from. Is mm. it this fear? Uh, anxiety or the guilt or condemnation. Yep. I encourage that um, you know these are many things that as mompreneur we deal with all the time. Mm. But you have we all even for myself to not I have to learn to reject it. Even now coming on Facebook I ask myself, hey, will people even bother to look and listen to me and not honestly. But I just tell myself if I can just impact one person, even if I just impact Kenneth, I think it's good enough. Yeah, you know definitely. sometimes you have to just tell yourself that don't don't please don't go out there to get people's approval. There'll always be too many approval. What is important is that whatever you do, you just do your best and make today's counts. Yeah. I guess um, for for what you have shared, right, it's also what I've shared with a lot of people who are doing Facebook Live now. I have a lot mm-hmm. of friends. And recently I saw one post uh, posted by someone. Um, he was saying that, hey, uh, I'm prepared all this stuff and I did for the live. I, I do it myself, but <laughs> I'm not getting the views. So, uh, so I, what I commented, and after that, after I commented, uh, commented, so I also shared on my Facebook. I say that um, the number one tip for Facebook Live is, don't you don't have to care about the views, don't mm. care about the vanity metrics, because ultimately, like like Shirley, you mentioned, as long as you impacted one person, or even impacted the person that is talking to you now, like me, yes, yes, it's really. enough. And we are very fortunate that we have um. Quite a few people that is coming on live. Um, uh, they are May, they are um, they are Ashadi and Yen Wei. We also Thank have Rachel, you. Rachel Pang that is tuning in. Uh, yeah. So so I believe that they are coming on and are still staying on because uh, of the topic of today, and also what you have shared, especially juggling both parenting and business, or even parenting and work. So um, you, you you have you have um shared with us with a few. Uh, I would say really, really good golden nuggets, which is communication, and also to, to to, prioritize, uh, and build a, a team. That means your family. It's not just you mm-hmm. and your husband. Also, you and your kids with your husband, mm-hmm. uh, to come as a as a, um, I would say a high performing team. Every mm-hmm. every one of you working play a towards, role. Working towards, yeah. Yeah. So, so that that is something very good that uh, I believe that the audience, um, that the those who are tuning in, you can take away from Shirley, and maybe can uh, maybe Shirley you can share with us like, today's topic is about juggling, parenting and navigate your business through COVID. So how uh how how did you? What are the ways or what are the tips that you can share with us? How you juggle your parenting and help you to navigate your business? Uh, is your business uh, affected during this period of time? Mm, definitely, um, the business is affected during the CB period because in advertising, right, you'll notice that many um, many uh, organizations, because of uncertainty, they are withholding budget. Yep. Uh, by the grace of God, I started well because the first quarter, um, uh, we were fine. Um, moving forward, right? Um, I guess many of us are um, forced to go and rethink about our business model. Um, 
thankfully, uh, since end of last year, um, and also being a digital uh, business uh, media, so uh, we are naturally in this space. But even that, right, um, to be able to create a uh, green uh, money and be profitable doing digital, it is not easy. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this period, right, besides taking time to sit down um, and spend time with my children, I actually spend time actually um, creating articles in line with COVID to share, to, uh, to, to be out there. Sometimes you just have to give uh, yep. before you can sow. So how do I give is by creating article, produce article, COVID related or even um, uh, tips or, or, or links to share with people. This is also indirectly creating awareness for yourself. Yep. Um, and also like what Kenneth you are doing now, sometimes uh, I know you do this free, um, it's really out of your passion and also Thank you. To, to put ourselves out there you know you give this platform to a lot of mompreneurs to promote their services and these are things that we try to to be engaged so that uh, our brand name are still out there that people are aware yeah, after all we are still all SMEs yeah. mm. and, and... so don't stop posting on your social media <laughs> don't stop posting <laughs> what you do you know just to keep that awareness going yeah, yeah. I guess um, like Surely, because more of us are coming from uh, the digital marketing, we were from media. Mm. Uh, that's why um, we we understand the importance of being visible online, <laughs> visible digitally. Um, because during this period of time, um, the challenge I would say most of the businesses that are having the biggest challenge are those that are very still very traditional, very face to face, very offline. They are not mm. online. And they're facing a lot of challenges. So what would be your advice for those uh, who have not been on digital and trying their means to be on digital? Um, okay, uh, I also believe that you don't just go into a platform uh, without uh, impulsively just because everybody else is there. Because it, if you notice, right, um, the current, uh, everybody is now going into digital space yep. and the space is getting very, very crowded yeah, as right. well. So, but... Also, don't because of that, don't go, go and have a space, you know. And one of my the uh, the the common feedback I get from a lot of organization when they want to go digital is they're very worried about uh, negative feedback. Mm. They're very concerned about negative feedback. But I want to let you all uh, I want you all to know that you know um, if you want to do marketing, you must be prepared for negativity. Yes, people will feedback, but there's a lot of consumers who are very savvy. They also want to know how do you respond to such feedback. Yeah. So you can actually turn a bad situation around by responding with a sincerely and authentically. You mm. need not fear just because of, of, of negative feedback. And of course, for those um, uh, um, big and motor uh, business, um, I, I wouldn't say that they are not uh, they, their business are deteriorating just because they are not online. Because sometimes certain business over time are facing out, just like mm. how Photograph got faced out in yeah. replacement of digital. <laughs> Talking about it. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's very, everybody knows that, right? So, so the question you also have to ask yourself is, is my product and services still in demand? Mm. Is my product and services still what customer wants and uh, or feeling a pain point? Mm. If you think that you still have that, then you have to look for new markets and new platform to write on. But if your business product and services are still is, is no longer able to address the need of the target audience or the market that you have, then this is not about whether you are online or offline. You know, mm. it is really about the business model itself. So have a very hard thing, you know, go, you know, uh, uh, about your own business model before you decide whether you want to jump onto the different platform. Otherwise, it will be another chunk of money down the drain. Really, really. I totally agree with you of what you have said um, about the relevance, whether they, their business model is still relevant to the current market. Um, mm. Because a lot of time, I see a, a lot of them are still still hanging on to that, that business mm. model. They are not willing to, to open up themselves to look for other opportunity or other options, uh, m most likely because they do not know what they do not know. So which mm -hmm. is something that is very crucial. And you mentioned about a lot of people are jumping into digital, but 
in fact, uh, the their own current business model and bringing the business into digital is another business model. Mm. So it is a totally different, uh, I would say, business operation altogether. Like if you yes. used to have a store, you sell your stuff uh, uh, at your store and now you bring it, it onto a digital store, it's two different operations. Yes. Because the administration, the people that you require to operate that digital store is different from the one that yes. you have at the at the provision shop and stuff. Yes. So it's totally different because one needs to be savvy, one needs to know how to operate the system, the other one just needs to know how to serve the face-to-face customer. It's a different yes. skill set. So they've forgotten that they need to invest more money into that yes. in, into that area because I spoke to one of my one of the mom preneur, she has a store, a shop, and and a lot of her, um, I would say her, her staff are very camera shy. Um, so yes. so if your your staff is camera shy, but they are not shy in front of, um, their customers, uh, that is a challenge for you for your business to go out in the digital world. Mm-hmm. So so she need to hire another person to handle her online store e-commerce and all that stuff and totally yes. new brand new person so this is something that I, I i see that a lot of challenges that a lot of business owners are facing they're jumping into it so um so what would be the one thing that for all these businesses that before they go on digital like you mentioned they have to evaluate but sometimes they can't evaluate what would you suggest like would they talk to someone else that uh, in in digital their friends or what would you advise? Okay, um, one of the um, easiest way is look for a similar model that's already online. Is that something that um, we would like to do? Mm-mm. Is that something, look for some success model online. And then you ask yourself, is this uh, the space that you want to move to because they are of similar business? And is this what you're capable of doing and you're comfortable doing? Yeah, I guess the best is to look for some, at least an existing model to, to, to you know, as a, a foundation uh, hmm. to make your decision. Yeah. And also talk to your customers. I guess um your customer will give you very, very good feedback. Yeah, the market. As to this is the market. The market will give you very good feedback from their from their response. And sometimes you don't need to hurry to do everything online. Just do hmm. one thing or two things and gather some proof of concept and re- respond before you really invest your whole child money in there. Hmm. From there you can also good, get a very good gauge whether you should move it that way. Oh, wow. that, that that is very very good. I, I run before last time when I do e-commerce. Wow, I got one place. I got five thousand product. You know how to put on <laughs> Say no no no, please. Can you do your star product and see whether people buy first? Mm. And from there, you have the confidence. Build your confidence first for the next pro- next product or niche workshop product. Yeah. You don't need to do everything and spend everything all at one shot. Yep. You can do it the organic. I'm not saying the 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 safer way like. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and you mentioned like the superstar product is to focus on one product first and mm. do it good, sell it, and work mm. on it and refine it, uh, and get the money in first. Then yes. you can have money to to do yes, other to stuff roll. to upgrade to roll or even yeah. to invest into uh getting digital. Yeah. So um, really love to love what you have shared with us. A lot of golden nuggets. Uh, but I guess I have to let you go because uh, <laughs> you have to uh help your your kids with their home based learning later. Yeah, eleven. Yeah, so um. So maybe Thanks everybody have... for listening in. Appreciate yeah. the support. Yeah. So we still have a lot of people coming in. And um before we go into wrap up, right, there's a question from Levin. Uh she was she's asking you, will you be continuing to support working from home after circuit breaker? Uh yes. In fact, um I literally have to convince some of my staff to work from home because uh, before CB, right, I, I have one um uh one uh or two staff who still prefer to work in office, mainly because um, they have young kids at home and it's not conducive. But even after CV, Levine, uh, we are working from home. In fact, um, um, I have no intention to just have it put everybody coming back to the office if working from home can be effective. Yeah, and I, I feel that it's effective Yeah, if you can manage properly. Mm. Thanks a lot. Uh, so Levine, give you a, a applause, a clap. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, if for those who have any more questions, you can post in the comment section and let me and Shirley know. And uh, maybe Shirley can share with the audience, like um, you are in this space, uh, you are also um, managing Green Dot Media. So how can uh, the audience get connected with you? 
Ah, you can uh, actually uh, connect me to my IG as C Shirley, S-E-E-S-H-I-R-L-I. I think it's in the description, uh, your description link. Yes, mm. you can message me over there. Yeah, and I can respond. Yes. Yeah. So for those who are uh, who want to get connected with Shirley, you can um, go to the description and um, the, all the links are there available for you to get connected with her. So last but not least, uh, before we wrap up, like I mentioned, mm -hmm. there's a tradition that you get to post a question of the day out to the audience and also to the next guest. So Shirley, are you ready with your question of the day? Mm. Yes. Uh, okay. I'd like to ask the next mom, um, what is one key change you would like to do uh, for after going through CV for your life. Okay, so what is the one key change yeah. that you one want to key, do? Hmm. Or you like to achieve, you know, one key transformation of yourself you like to achieve. Okay, after Better the CV, in, right? Hmm. Okay, so the question of the day posted by Shirley is what is the one key change or transformation that hmm. you like to like to achieve after circuit breaker correct yes okay so for this question of the day goes out to all of you that's tuning in and for those who are watching the replay and um before um and now before we wrap up right any last advice for the audience or for mothers who are planning to pursue their passion or even step into entrepreneurship any last advice for them shirley um believe in yourself i always tell mom believe in yourself uh, don't let any fear, guilt, condemnation, um, uh, or anybody, um, you know, um, ever uh, tell you you cannot do it. Because um, I believe all of us matter because we are really uh, strong women, you know, uh, we are able to accomplish a lot if you want to. Yes. Wow, that, that's... That's very, very good uh, advice for all the mothers out there who are thinking of pursuing their passion and also to step into entrepreneurship is to believe in yourself and really go for it. Okay, mm -hmm. so um, once again, thanks Shirley for making the time. I uh, really Thank appreciate you, you uh, for coming on and I uh, finally got to interview you and got to know more <laughs> about you, your business and, and how you manage your parenting during this period of time. So, uh, Kenneth here uh, signing off is Shirley and I yeah. see you everyone in the next episode. See you. Bye Shirley. Yeah, thanks, Thank everybody. you. Bye-bye.